Well, hello there, my friend. My name is Jonathan Doyle, and if you are involved in Catholic education, I got a surprise for you. Guess what? You're in the right place. Of all the things on the interwebs you could have discovered, Almighty God Himself has led you to this channel. Or the algorithm, one of those. So welcome aboard. Please make sure you subscribe to the channel. It would be a great blessing if you could hit that subscribe button. Did you know that when you hit that subscribe button, you actually get 20,000 years off purgatory. 20,000 years, true. So hit that subscribe button. I want you to go check out all the links under here because it's um, there's great stuff in there. Yeah, you can uh, book me to speak live. You can check out my social feeds. You can check out my books. It is all there. Okay, we all done? Good, let's begin. I'm a big fan of Paul Kingsnorth. He's a really interesting guy. He's a philosopher, lives on the west coast of Ireland, really eclectic background. But he writes very deeply about what he calls the machine, which is the steamroller of technocratic, bureaucratic imperialism that's rolling over the lives of most of us, at least in the developed world. By this, I mean the kind of technological everything machine that's affecting every area of our lives, that's uprooting us from a sense of community, place, belonging, groundedness, breaking the ancient things. So he writes deeply about being rooted in a place, being rooted in community. I really like his stuff. And he recently became an Orthodox Christian. And he wrote something recently that had quite an effect on me. And I'm going to share this with you now. It's a really beautiful quote. And then we'll unpack it together. And then we're done. You ready? Let's hear from Paul Kingsnorth. If we are part of a culture with a long tradition, we should respect it, protect it, nurture it, and build on its strengths. When I read that, I thought instantly of the beautiful Catholic culture that has been handed on to us by the great men and women of the faith throughout history. It's often easy to forget that we belong to this beautiful, rich Catholic cult. We live in this very atomistic culture at the moment that breaks people down into individual autonomous units. It's no, it's no coincidence that we have iPhones and i-everything, right? That's the cultural project we're living under, the, the fragmentation of the individual, the breaking of them from their bonds of community, place, faith. So the fact that we do have a Catholic culture, that we do have a Catholic tradition, I truly believe is something that we shouldn't take for granted. And we shouldn't believe that it's infinitely malleable in the sense that we can create it, recreate it as often as we wish. I think if you look at particularly the German church at the moment with this absolute brain explosion on synodality, which is nothing more than the German church screaming off a cliff at high speed, you begin to see this idea that perhaps we could make the church look a lot more like the United Nations. And it's not the United Nations. It's not a democratic institution. And these kind of things offend the sensibilities of postmoderns because we kind of think that everything should be up for grabs to be remade as we see fit. A couple of things to think about. Chesterton talked about the democracy of the dead. I speak about this quite a lot. I don't know if you've heard this, but if you look up the quote, the full quote on Chesterton and democracy of the dead, he believed that the dead get a vote. <laughs> he said, you know, if, if we say that, you know, people shouldn't get a vote because of this, that or the other, we don't say that, right? Like in a democratic society, we say everybody gets a vote. And Chesterton, I can't do it justice, but the way he expresses it, he says, why should, just because someone's dead, why don't they get a vote? And it's kind of counterintuitive, but what he means is, what about all the incredible Catholic men and women that have come before us? Do they get a vote? Does their suffering and sacrifice and holiness and piety and service, does that get a vote in where the church is now? Does the tradition that they handed on to us, is it, is it worth saving? And the other quote I like to talk about is from Roger Scruton, who said, a conservative is simply someone who believes that there are some things worth conserving. Can you hear that again? A conservative 
is simply someone who believes that there are some things worth conserving. So worst kept secret on the Catholic internet, I'm a conservative. I mean, I have deeply conservative impulse, deeply. I have some progressive ones in areas of political economy and economics, but in areas like faith, I'm deeply conservative because I believe in the marrow of my bone that there are some things worth conserving. So we come back to that King's North quote, we're hearing about this beautiful concept of if we have been handed on a culture, then perhaps we don't need to be racing to change it and make it into our own image. Now, I know some of you will push back and please post in the comments. You'll say, well, you know, the church does grow or the organic development of doctrine, 100%. But I would prefer to let the Holy Spirit do that at the Holy Spirit's pace. And I would prefer to do that looking towards the great men and women, the doctors of the church that have gone before us. All right, before I get lost in the weed, I am just doing this message to say that I believe that in Catholic education, we should be deeply proud of our Catholic tradition, our Catholic culture. Is it perfect? No. I, as you know, I just finished reading Tom Holland's 900-page book, Dominion, and the church is a perfectly imperfect thing because it's made up of us. And there have been men and women throughout the church's history who have done despicable terrible thing. But there are two churches as I teach on stage. There is the mystical body of Christ, his bride that he promised to never leave, that is perfect. And then there's the church made up of you and me. And I can't speak for you, but my levels of perfection tend to vary on any given day. So I've always been at peace with this idea that the church is perfectly imperfect. But I've given my life to her. I've given my life to Christ through her. And I'm proud of her. And nobody likes it when people speak badly of their mother, do they? So my friend, as you go about your work today in Catholic education, realize that you are part of a great tradition built upon the testimony of the apostle, upon the blood of the martyrs, upon the great men and women who've gone before you, shaping this great, big, rambling, beautiful church. Church. And may God bless your work today. That's it from me. Please make sure you're subscribed. Go check out the links. I'm going to have another message for you tomorrow.